all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful at the feet of those who bring good news. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Also tonight, we are believing God for a powerful manifestation of God's spirit of the Holy Ghost that God will manifest with a, with a sign and the wonder of the word that will be blessed richly tonight by the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And our lives, we believe, will never be the same. Anyway, tonight, let us go to the book of Romans chapter 10, verse number 9. The Bible reads as follows. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Hallelujah. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and you believe with your heart that Jesus, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Actually, this becomes, um, I can say that this verse, it's a cornerstone unto salvation. Because the Bible says that if you can declare it with your mouth and you believe it with your heart, that Jesus Christ is the Lord, that Jesus Christ is the Lord and God is raising from the dead, you will be saved. Amen. Just like that. Amen. And many today, uh, when we say that it's a cornerstone of accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior, because many today, they receive Jesus Christ as they confess it with their mouth as they declare it with their mouth and they believe it with their heart that Jesus Christ is what? Is the Lord. Lord. And they get saved. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, I want to tell you something that um, is related to this verse, which is very, very, very powerful. When we go to the book of... Um, Matthew chapter 16, this text, we have talked about it quite a much. We, were, we have referred to quite a lot. Um, the Bible says that um, Jesus Christ asked his disciples in the book of Matthew chapter 16 from verse number 13. Let us read it again. Going downwards together. I want to show you something there. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philip, he asked his disciple, Who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, still others say Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But what about you? He asked, Who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Verse number 17. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. This was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you, Peter, on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hate will not overcome it. Amen. Amen. You know, okay, this day Jesus asked his disciple, who do people say I am? Who do people say I am? 
And the Bible said that, others said that, okay, you are John the Baptist. Others said that you are Elijah. Others said that you are Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And the Bible said that he asked his disciple, who do you say I am? And the Bible said that, Peter said that you are the Messiah. You are Christ. You are the son of the living God. When he said that you are the son of the living God, the Bible said that Jesus said that, Peter, this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my father who is in heaven. This was revealed to you by my father who is in heaven. And the Bible said that, Peter, because you had that wonderful and great revelation, Jesus said that. I tell you, Peter, on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell, the gates of hell, will not overcome it. Hallelujah. Amen. You see Romans chapter 10, verse number 9, right there. Because as long as others were saying this, 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 is that, okay, he's not really... He's not really interested, but he's trying to apprehend, okay, they've never got who I am. But when Peter said that you are the Messiah, you are Christ, Jesus Christ said that, oh, this was not revealed to you by my father, by, by, by flesh and blood, but this was revealed to you by my father in heaven. And on this moment, Peter realized who Jesus Christ is by the Holy Spirit. And he has declared with his mouth. He has confessed that Jesus, you are the Messiah. You are Christ. You are the Messiah. You are our Lord. You are our Savior. And the Bible said that that moment salvation was there. That was Jesus Christ. Oh, Peter. This was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And Jesus said that because you have got that revelation, which is salvation. He said, Peter, on this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not overcome it. Okay, listen to this one. Because this time where Peter was saying this when it was revealed to Peter. This was the time Jesus, before Jesus Christ died, before he died, before he resurrected. Then that's why he could say, I will, not I am, not that you are receiving him now. But he was saying that Peter on this rock, I will, I will build my church and when I build my church, the gates of hell will not overcome it. I will. Okay, why I will? Like I said, he have not yet died. Nobody could be saved before Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary. Nobody could be saved. Even that's why Peter had a revelation that people must have that revelation after his death so that they can be saved when they've got this revelation. After what? After when they've got, when he have died and resurrected. But could say that, okay, when the time has arrived, when I have died, when he have died, and when he have resurrected, when that time has arrived, when that time has arrived, Peter, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not overcome me. Why, Peter, I will build my church? Oh, I want to remind you, I want to remind you tonight. Remember when Jesus Christ was going to them, to the temple, in Jerusalem, the Bible said that the disciples were so thrilled with this temple. He showed them the temple and said that, okay, I will destroy this temple and I will build it with what? With three days. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I will destroy this temple and I will build it with what? 
Within three days, within three days, I will build my temple. And they wondered, this temple took many years to build it. How can you ever say something like that? How is that possible that you're going to destroy this temple and build it in the three days? But what he was talking about, like what we talk about many times, that the glory of the Lord will no longer stay in the temple which is built by human hands. But it will stay inside of those who have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. It's just that this could not be accomplished before Jesus Christ died. Hallelujah. That's why he's saying, I will. After when he died, hey, anybody who accepts Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior, they, they become the temple of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible said that in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse number 16, that don't you know that you yourself are the temple of the Holy Spirit and God lives among you? Because when you declare with your mouth, when you confess with your mouth, and you believe with your heart that Jesus Christ is the Lord, Jesus Christ is the Lord. And God is raising from the dead, and you confess. He comes and lives inside of you. Amen. That's what is revealed in the book of Matthew, chapter 16. Hallelujah. Amen. It's just that here it was declaration, first part of that verse that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Jesus Christ is Christ. Jesus is Christ. Jesus Christ is the Messiah. Amen. Then by this time, nobody knew that he have died, he will die and come back to life. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then when he was talking in Matthew chapter 16, it was in partiality. But after the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, when it was revealed to Apostle Paul, he can grasp it very well as Romans chapter 10, verse number 9. That if you can confess with your mouth and you believe with your heart that Jesus Christ is the Lord. And God has raised him from the dead. Hey! Now, we are not only saying that he's the Lord. Let me tell you this. Listen to this one very carefully. It is not just the revelation that is the Lord. But now, for a statement of effect, is that he came back to life. I don't know whether you hear what I'm saying. It's a statement of effect. He died and what? He came back to life. Then it's not the matter of declaring him that he's the Lord. It's also when you believe him that he what? He died and he resurrected from the dead. And if you can believe that, you are saved. That's why the Bible said that in the book of John chapter 3, verse number 16. The Bible says that, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, so that whoever believes upon him shall be saved and have what? Eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave Jesus. So whoever will believe him, believe him on what? That Jesus Christ is the Lord. And he died and he came back to life. He did not die and remain in the grave. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. He did not die and remain in the grave. He died and came back to life. He's still alive even today. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. 
if you can believe that is the Lord and you can believe that he died and he came back to life, then you are a Christian. Then you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. Then he comes and he dwells inside of you and he comes and become part of you. I don't know whether you are hearing Amen. what I'm saying. Amen. This faith that we hold is not an ordinary faith. It's not an ordinary belief. Not anybody believes that what we believe. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Not everybody, only Christians believe this. Not everybody. That Jesus Christ died. Jesus Christ not only died, but on the third day he came back to life and is still alive even today. This is the fundamental of Christianity. This is like a cornerstone of Christianity. Every Christian must, if, if anybody is a Christian, a real Christian, must believe that Jesus Christ first of all is the Lord. Second of all, they must believe that he died. They must believe that he resurrected from the dead and is still alive even today. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But you must, the Bible, listen to this one. The Bible that he here on, on these two verses doesn't say that you must only believe it. Okay. It says that you must believe it. After when you believe it, you confess it with your mouth. Amen. That Jesus Christ is the Lord. And God has raised him from the dead. Hallelujah. Amen. Then like Apostle Peter, Apostle Peter did not just say, Jesus, you are Lord. You are the Messiah in his heart. He's, he declared it. He said it to Jesus. You are the Messiah. You are our Savior. You are our Redeemer. You are the Christ. Amen. Amen. I'm sure maybe, maybe some, they were saying it in their hearts, to saying that in their hearts. It came as a thought to say, ah, I can say that he's the Messiah, but they were doubting. They were saying, really, yes, can I say he's the Messiah? But Peter, he was bold enough to say that you are Christ. Amen. And that's why Jesus said that he said what he said to Peter because of what he said. He did not say what he said to Peter uh, because of what he thought, what came into my, his mind and never say it out. He has said it out for salvation. You confess it with your mouth and you believe it with your heart. And you are what? You are saved. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You say, you declare it. You profess it that he is the Messiah. Mantala Bahaya. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. And now we talk about the second portion of it that and that God raised him from the dead. He raised him from the dead. Then as a Christian, you must believe it with the whole of your being that he came back to life. And he is still alive even today. He is at the right hand of God even today. Hallelujah. Amen. Because the Bible doesn't say that he came back to life and he stayed the same day. No, he said that he spent about 40 days with his disciples. When he used to appear and come and give him the word, give them the instruction and the word of God. And the Bible will say that after 40 days, the Bible said that. They went to they went to the mountain and saw him that day when he was saying goodbye, when he was carried by the cloud, and he went to heaven. And the Bible said that the two angels appear. When these two angels appear, said that, hey, you men of Galilee, why are you standing here being perplexed like this? The same Jesus that you see going up, you will see him one day. He will come back to life. 
Hallelujah. Amen. He will come back to this world again. The way he have went up, one day he will come back and take us back. Take us to be with him forever. Hallelujah. Amen. That must be also something that you fundamentally believe. That he is still alive. He is not dead. That's what it must be the faith of every Christian. Anyway, let us go further. In verse number 10, the Bible says that, For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith in the saved. The Bible says that, first of all, it is with your heart you believe it. That means when the gospel of Jesus Christ is being preached, is been is been preached. The Holy Spirit, you will be hearing the message. The message, and after that, that message is convincing your heart. After that, you do what you believe. Hallelujah. Amen. You believe with your heart. Let me tell you this. Yes, you don't believe with your mind. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You believe with your what? With your heart. Okay. Believe it with your heart. Your heart represents your spirit. You believe with your heart. Hallelujah. Amen. For it is with your heart that you believe and you are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are You profess your faith. You declare your faith. You say your faith out. Faith needs to be professed. I want you to understand that. Faith needs to be what? To be professed. Faith is not the thing that, okay, I believe in my heart and you don't say that. Faith, you need to profess it. That's why sometimes you hear us declaring some stuff. We are professing our faith. We are declaring our, our faith. Amen. You know, you may, we may be saying it like, oh, I will never be sick in my life. You are professing your faith. I will Amen. not die before my death. You are professing what? Your faith. Yeah. I will never be poor yeah. in my life. You are professing your what? Your faith. I will Amen. never be, uh, I am rich. You are professing your what? Your faith. Amen. Sometimes when you are professing your faith because faith calls the things that are not as though they were and become. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. First of all, sometimes when you are professing something, you are not professing things that are, are, that are. You are professing things that you are believing and hoping for. But when you profess it, when you profess it, you profess it until it becomes. I don't, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. You profess it until, until it, it does what? Until it becomes what you are saying. Okay. Let's say somebody is accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. When this person is declaring, is professing that Jesus Christ is my Lord, Jesus Christ is my Savior, he has washed me with his blood, he has died for me on the cross of Calvary, and today you, this person is declaring that what? I am saved. Hallelujah. Amen. Spiritually, this person is saved. Spiritually, this person is washed by the blood. Spiritually, this person is purified. No sin that God remembered of this person. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. That moment God forgives and forgets because of the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, which was shed on the cross of Calvary. But maybe that person's life is not going to change on that um, completely right on that spot, meaning that they will begin to, to be living a, a, a holy life. It's not going to change on that spot. But spiritually, in their spirit, they are born again. 
in the spirit. The verse like Second Corinthians chapter five, verse number seventeen has been has been fulfilled. Which says that if any man be in Christ, the new creation, behold, the old is passed away, behold, the new has come. The touch spiritually, it has been fulfilled, but it still needs to be fulfilled where physically. I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. It still needs to be what to be fulfilled physically. Yes, spiritually, this person is born again. Their sins are forgiven. But maybe after professing, this person is still lying. After professing, this person is still stealing. After professing, because salvation is, is, a, is a process. That's why now they need to begin to hear the word of God. They need to begin to, to recreate their mind. To feed themselves. To A. Because when somebody is born again, their spirit is the one that is born again. Hallelujah. Amen. Their mind is not born again. Their body is not born again. Amen. Their inner Amen. person is the what? Is the one which is born again. Amen. But their mind is not born again. And remember, Amen. what people do, they do many things in their life out of their mind. Maybe because from the from the time this person was born, he has been programmed to live a worldly life. Have been programmed that sin was a norm. Sin was nothing wrong with it. It was a way of life. Lying was the way of life. Maybe stealing was the way of life. Maybe cheating was the way of life. But when this person is born again, their inner person is born again. But their mind is not yet born again. Hallelujah. Their mind is not just born again. What the world has fed them, what the devil has fed them, it is still in their mind. Amen. That's why now after that, when this person has confessed that Jesus Christ is the Lord, Jesus Christ is my Savior, yes, I'm born again. Then after that, they need now to begin to feed their mind with the word of God, to reprogram them. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Let me tell you this. When you were born again, we were programmed to be, to be, to begin so that we can live like a human being. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Yes, some of the things that were programmed are just normal behavior of things that a human being must do. Let me tell you this. If you were, when you were born, the day that, from the time you were born, if you do not see people walking with two legs, I'm telling you, if you saw animals walking with four legs, you are going to be still walking with, with your feet and your hands. Amen. If you were born, from the time that you were born, you heard maybe people talking the language, like English, we have to learn. Any language you are talking, we have to do what? to learn. But if we did not, we were not taught that people have to talk languages, I'm telling you, if you were only born again and you realize that baboons, are, uh, they were only around you and they were screaming, I'm telling you, we're going to be screaming like baboons. But part of the things that we learn when we were born, some of the things it was what devil wants you to learn, like stealing, killing whatever it is so that it is of the devil hallelujah but some of those things of doing them maybe you were told that there's nothing wrong with it and maybe you were doing it and you felt that nothing nothing wrong to do it then also when somebody is born again into christ they need their mind to be recreate to be to be reprogrammed using the word of God, hallelujah. So that, and that reprogramming will happen when you surround yourself with Christians. Some people also who are born again. Like I told you, if you were born again and around you, there were baboons, you will begin to behave like baboons. If you were born, let's say you were born and there were 
uh, some certain animals, you might end up behaving like what? Like those animals, because that's what you saw, that's what you learned. Then, you, when you surround yourself also with people who are born again, you will begin to learn how they talk. You will begin to learn how they act. You will begin to learn. But after that, first and foremost, which is better than that, you have to begin to listen to the word of God. Hallelujah. You have to study the word of God. That's why the Bible says that in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse number 2. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed. But by renewing your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing will and perfect will. That just means the word of God programs you. It programs you. Hallelujah. And the word of God is not something that you must listen once. It's not like, hey, I've listened to the word of God once and now I'm programmed enough. Let me tell you this with the word of God. You can read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. But you won't say that, okay, I finished the Bible, therefore I'm done. I will, I, I, I'm, I'm going to close the Bible. I'm done with the Bible. does not work like that. Hallelujah. You must keep listening to it. You must keep on studying it. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You must keep on listening to it. You must keep on studying it. As you keep listening to it and you keep studying it, the more your mind is, is being reprogrammed. Let me tell you something. Sometimes we become, our mind becomes dirty, polluted by things that are around us. Then, but the more you listen to the word of God, the more you study the word of God, it reprograms you, it cleans you, it purifies you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because when you are born again, your inner person is born again. But now, through the word of God, your mind is getting renewed. Your mind is getting transformed. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then sooner or later, you will find that what you do is getting purified also. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Sooner or later, what you are doing, your lifestyle is getting programmed. You are, the way you talk is getting programmed. The way, but the, that person, ah, there's somebody you are busy with something there. Well, but that person, when it's the day that he profess with their mouth and believe with their heart, maybe their character have not changed. But over time, the more they listen to the word of God, the more they study the word of God, the more their mind is getting renewed. After when the mind is renewed, their character is getting renewed. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Sooner or later, it is not only the things that are in the spirit. They are, it has become the, your way of life. It has become the way of doing things. You do everything according to the word of God. Now, Amen. it was not just a confession. Now, everybody could see that indeed you have accepted Christ in you. Hallelujah. Amen. But the day that you professed, you confessed after that day, maybe some things, some character begin to change, but it was not yet complete. You were not really perfect. But the more you are spending your time with God, spending your time with other believers, the more you are listening to the word of God, the more you are practicing the word, the more, the better you are becoming. That is the same thing. That's what the word of God does to you and me. The word of God makes us better. Amen. It Amen. brings what out of you what God want to, want to bring out of you. Hallelujah. Amen. Then wow, Mantaka Bahaya, Hallelujah. Amen. 
Therefore, it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and you are saved. Let me tell you this. Sometimes the same thing. When you are professing our faith, you are receiving prayer. When you receive prayer, we tell you, yes, God has given you your job. Both of us were professing our faith. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. We are professing our faith. It's the faith that has been professed that God has given you a job. And by faith, spiritually, you have got your job. Maybe at that time, the job has not yet manifested. Oh, but the more you are professing it, the more you are getting the word of God, the more you believe. Sooner or later, what has been professed is manifest. Sooner or later, you are called for an interview. Sooner or later, you get that interview, you get that job. Sooner or later, it's been years working on that job. But it started by what? By professing faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Profess. Then the, listen to me. If you look on that verse number 10, that he said that, that you profess, you know what the word profess, it, it is related to the word prophecy. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Prophecy because some stuff are being professed by faith. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Sooner or later when they've been professed by faith, professing that they will happen, they do what? They happen. Then that's why most of the time when you talk about prophecy, it talks about what is going to happen. I, I want you to get that one. It has not I have much to talk about what is going to happen, not what has happened. What is going to happen when you talk about prophecy? Hallelujah. Amen. That's why you hear about prophets like um Isaiah, prophet Jeremiah, prophet uh, uh, we were talking about another one, Micah in the during the day. Prophet Elijah, most of them, they were talking about the future. Amen. Prophecy is a, a lot to talk about the future. What's about to happen? He, say, he, doesn't, he doesn't say that, oh, did you, did you know that last week? Don't say. He said, it's going to rain. And to show that he's the man of God, he's a prophet of God. When he said that it's going to rain, it what? It rained. He said that the, the son to unto us, the child is born. His name will be wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting father. When they were hearing which child now, and he talked about the vision, the vision will give birth to a child. People, they, they don't Amen. understand what is he talking about. Amen. About many, many years to come, Mary came, Jesus Christ is born. Because the servant of God, the men of God have talked about it. Hallelujah. Amen. When we talk about Prophet Anna that we heard about when she was talking about the things to come. Then that's what I'm saying. The word profess that word. because when you are professing a prophet, when you are professing, you are talking faith about what is about to happen. Amen. And it happened. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then you look at those, all those when you, you're going to hear when you're going to be studying them. Well, Elijah, we have to, we're still busy with Elijah. Elisha, you're going to hear about Jeremiah, Ezekiah, and many of them. Most of them, they will be talking about 99% of their time, they will be talking about the future. Like Amen. Jesus himself, also himself, he was a prophet. He was regarded as a prophet. 99% they are talking about the future. And what they talk about, it comes. Let me tell you this. For, for example, the Bible. Do you know that the, what the Bible is talking about and what Jesus Christ talked about? He talked about it more than 2,000 years ago. But the Bible even today is still relevant. How? Imagine. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Some of the things are happening now. 
some of the things are still going to happen. We are still hoping for his coming back. We are still hoping for the rapture. We are still, he's still relevant even today. That's how powerful it is. Even though technology has increased, but the Bible, the word of God is still relevant. How powerful is that? Because indeed behind the one who who were writing it, who were saying what they were saying, there was God. There was God enabling them to say what they were saying, to to write where they are supposed to write. Hallelujah. Because of time where you are, begin to pray, begin to pray. Mandala Bazon Tarabrasian Chalaba Mantarabasian Chalabasian Tarabayabi Mandala Bazian Tarabasia Taraba Mandala Bazian Tarabayan Bazon Tu Mandala Bazian Like I said, I'm even playing it when I'm driving. And you know what is so wonderful when I'm play, playing that word of God when I'm driving? During that word of God, I can hear you saying amen. Many of you. Amen. You are there in the amen. car. I'm hearing the amen. word of God sometimes. You, I, I can, you know, when I'm playing it, because remember, when you are giving this word, it's being recorded, everything. We are making the word of God for ourselves. And you know, I've realized that God has given us this grace to have a wonderful, you know, I, I, I listen to lots of tapes of the word of God, but I've realized the quality that God has given us the word of God is even more powerful than many tapes that I've listened to. I don't know how, but I thank God for that. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm just playing it on myself. I'm praying sometimes when it comes to prayer, I'm just joining there. Sometimes I'm just holy, saying Holy Ghost fire. I'm doing Holy Ghost. It is so wonderful. I'm telling you. And every time Amen. we are recording it, we are making the word of God for ourselves. 
it's a, a huge collection. Then sometimes part of these services is to create a collection for ourselves. You know, I've I've taught about I've taught about this many times, but I can tell you that there was no time I've taught about Romans chapter 10, verse number like today. Even like it was the best of all that I ever taught. Even the best I've ever had. That's why I have to keep here and listen to it over and because I didn't prepare, of course. Then when I'm listening to it, I'm enjoying it. I'm so thrilled. It's like the first time I'm hearing it. And I was like, oh, that day was that said, wow, how powerful it is. And I'm getting transformed. I'm renewing my mind. I'm occupying myself with the word of God. I'm saying, do the same. Occupy yourself with the word of God. When you are washing your plate, listen to the word of God. When you are cooking, listen to the word of God. When you are driving, do the same. And your life will never be this. Because you are programming your mind. Those testimonies, play yourself. Yes. Program your mind. Program your mind. Anyway, we are, I want to pray for a few people. I've realized there are some who have partnered. I want to, I want to agree together with them. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yes. Um, I know, I've, I've realized, what Lazarus, you have partnered, right? Yes, Pastor. I want to pray for what Lazarus. Who else have partnered? It's only for Lazarus. Well, Lazarus, are you in the car or can you stand up? Well, Lazarus, are you there? Yes, Pastor. Are you in the car or you can stand up? Okay, okay. Just stretch your hands towards him. Wherever you are. And want to pray for him. You know, when God is blessing you, is blessing your families. When God is blessing you, is blessing your children. You know, the blessing that we are receiving, we are not just receiving for ourselves, even for our children, even for our grandchildren. Uh, some grandchildren will wonder why are they getting so big, so rich. They don't know when they come and say that our grandpapa, grandmama have been in prayer. But that time I'm talking about you. That you have been on your knees. You have been, you have been giving unto the Lord. You have been doing this for God. And God is honoring you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. And by this time, don't worry. They will be, because it will be a blessing to God, he will make them also be, them to be a blessing to you. They must be a blessing to us. Amen. Just raise your hands towards what Lazarus there right now. We're praying for him right now. Yes, Father, you have said it in your word that when we give unto you, it shall be given unto us. A good measure, pressed down into our bosom, will be given to us. Yes, here is for Lazarus, we are praying for him. We soak the whole of his finances. The whole of his everything into the blood of Jesus. Into the fire of the Holy Spirit. And we say, I say every pest that was devouring everything. We are saying no more, no more pest. No more devourers. And we speak abundance. Let there be abundance. Bless him financially. Father, we are speaking, Lord, bless him financially. Never to lack. 
We speak prosperity. Prosperity. Amen. Yes. Amen. Let the dew of heaven be in hostings. The juice of blessing. Just breathe in and out five times right now. Of the Lord, it's faith of the Lord. Say you are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Wow! Congratulations. Amen. Amen. Amancho was still saying, uh, I've also given, but uh, I think it's not easy. Amancho, are you here? Are you here? Anyway, he will be able to call and yeah, we'll sort it out, but I can't hear him now. But anywhere you are, right now, just pray for yourself just for two minutes as we're about to pray. I want you to pray for yourself. Remember today is day number seven. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Just pray. Claim every blessing. Claim every blessing by faith. Claim by faith. Claim it. In his presence, claim Mandala basun toro boya kanala. Karaba yeterebe. Mandala basun toro boya karaba yeterebe. Yanchala basya karaba. Yes. Those who can just raise up your hands there. Just focus right now. Just focus right now. Don't say anything right now. Just focus. That anointing is moving wherever you are right now. Breaking the yoke and blessing. You focus on that anointing tonight. Father, I say, Lord, tonight let your spirit move. Some of you are going to begin to feel that anointing touching you like a heat, electricity there. Like a wave. Mm. They were waiting upon you, Lord. Move. Move in our houses tonight. Move, mighty Holy Spirit. Blessing. Breaking every Move in our October. Move in our October. Uproot and destroy everything which is not of God. And bless. If there is anything in that house, mighty Father, mighty Holy Ghost, which is not of God, set and burn it, burn and destroy right now. Every pace. Right now, right now, right now, right now. Just focus on that anointing. Focus. It's moving there. Just focus. Open your heart. Open your heart. That cloud is moving. Blessing where you are. Blessings. Yes, 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 let's go slow. Yes! Like a mighty cloud, like a mighty wind. It's moving in your house. It's moving in your house. It's moving in your house. 
But everything must be well. Everything must be blessed. Everything must be blessed. I say no more curses. No more curses. No more curses. No more stagnation. No more poverty. I speak the lessons of the Lord. Joy unspeakable. Joy unspeakable. Joy unspeakable. Yes, everything shall be well. Everything shall be well. It shall be well in every sector of our life. Yes. Yes, Lord. What are you feeling there? Because something is moving. The anointing is moving in your atmosphere like a cloud. Like a cloud. Mm. I don't know. Who's feeling that anointing there? Feelings in the atmosphere. Mm. Mm. Somebody, somebody, who's that person? You are feeling it. You are getting it. Amen. Amen. I feel so heavy. You feel so heavy. Yes. That is what I don't think I'm talking about. Mm, that's the thing I'm talking about. I'm asking who's feeling that? Somebody they're feeling it in their head. Somebody they're feeling it in their body there. Mm. What is happening there? Hmm. Jesus. As I feel it, let your senses are activated now to feel it. Who's that person? Just feel it. On your feet, you're going to feel something now. Now. That's why some of the things when they're being decreed and declared, you even close your eyes for nothing to distract you because like I said, the anointing is moving in your atmosphere there. Who's that person? What are you feeling there, Kenneth? I can feel it at my back, mm. my chest. And your chest? Like it's relaxing me. Mm-hmm. Some of you are just feeling peace. Some of you are just feeling this peace. Mm. Who's that person you are feeling something there? Mm. It's blessing your food and your water. Amen. It's not the time for any. Just listen now. It's not, it's not the matter of. It's not time for any. You. It's time to feel it. It's time to to listen to the spirit now. Your spiritual senses are activated. Hmm. From his presence, just receive everything that you want right now. Yes. Claim every blessing you want. 
Claim every blessing you want. Claim every blessing you want. Claim every blessing you want. Out of his presence. In Jesus' name. Let us share the grace. Say, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. In the name of Jesus. I want to say to you, have a blessed night in Jesus' name. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a blessed day, night and morning and afternoon and night. Amen. Amen. Have a blessed night in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.